It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in. You can subscribe on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app. Also, Megaphone and LockedOnBengals.com. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. And if you missed yesterday's podcast, I posted it last night around 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Joe Goodberry and I discuss John Ross being put on IR, which I will discuss a little bit today. Also discuss Bengals Steelers in our weekly film review. I know how much you enjoy when Joe's on the show. If you missed it, you can check it out right now, however you listen to this podcast. And it's great to have you in. And it's interesting because that, that lost Sunday or Monday night meant so much for this season in the direction and the conversation in the direction that this podcast was going to go. Yet alone, like the Bengals, like this podcast. By the way, you're going to hear from Jordan Evans today. Bengals linebacker, the one that uh, him and William Jackson had the miscommunication and neither one pushed Levy and Bell out of bounds. That guy. <laughs> so we'll talk to him today, who is actually playing pretty well for this team. But now the conversation changes. And we start to look at the draft. We start to look at the offseason, the offseason storylines, and the biggest offseason storyline surrounding the Bengals. And as much as I want them to draft a quarterback, the, the, the biggest offseason storyline is going to be the fact that Marvin Lewis, in the era of Marvin Lewis, likely comes to an end. After 15 years with the same organization, playoff berths, 8-8 eight eight records, some underachieving records, a lot of overachieving, no playoff wins, Marvin Lewis, the era I expect it to come to an end. So naturally, as a fan, and I get it, and I'm getting those questions on Twitter, well, where, who, who do the Bengals pick? Who should they pick? What, who they pick? What, what are they going to do? Who are they going to name head coach? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Well, I think, honestly, no one knows. Paul Gunther's name's been floated out there. Maybe they promote from within. I don't think they're going to do that. I think it would be an outside guy. And Hugh Jackson has been thrown out there as well. And while he is an outside guy, I thought he's kind of inside. I mean, he's certainly familiar with Marvin Lewis and the organization. But Hugh Jackson is going to be with the Browns next season. They fired their general manager today. They released a statement saying that they are going to back Hugh Jackson and keep him around for 2018. What does that mean? It means Hugh Jackson will not be the Bengals head coach next year. And that's one guy off the list. That's one guy that they're not going to have it as a, as a potential replacement. And there, there are plenty of guys that I like, plenty of different names that I could throw out there. I know a lot of you like Jim Schwartz uh, from Detroit, their offensive coordinator. Todd Haley's been thrown out there, the Steelers' offensive coordinator. I'd be, at least I'd consider those two options. And I'm not going to do a deep dive into it until Marvin doesn't have a job anymore because you never know. <laughs> uh, but but I, I would also entertain the idea of a Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. I would look at the college ranks. I would look for the best guy who can do the best job and find a way to change the culture and continue to build on what Marvin Lewis has built here in Cincinnati. That's the ultimate thing. That's the qualifier. But the interesting thing is, is Hugh Jackson now 
he needs a GM. They fired their general manager, Sashi Brown. So the Browns need a general manager. And it was tossed out by ESPN Cleveland. Tony Grossi said, I wouldn't be shocked if Marvin Lewis was the Browns GM next season. And that may sound crazy, and he's not been named anywhere, and, and there are a bunch of different there are a bunch of different news outlets reporting names for the Browns, but could you imagine Marvin Lewis being the GM for the Cleveland Browns? I would love it. I would love it to happen for so many reasons, and, and I'll start with this one. Browns Bengals would be must-watch. All of us, every single one of us would be like, uh-oh, Battle of Ohio, and and they're going against Marvin's team, Marvin's quarterback that he drafted, Marvin's running back, Marvin's offensive line, Marvin's guys. That would be interesting to me. That would be really cool. That would be a good storyline. That would be something that would make the AFC North even more interesting than it already is. How could you not be on board with that? I would love it for so many reasons. Now, is the GM job even open by the time the Bengals season is over in four weeks? I doubt it. I bet you they get moving on this thing quick. All the news outlets say they're going to move on it quick, that they've already contacted some names, that they're going to do what they need to do. So who knows what happens. But I will say this, good for Hugh Jackson because Cleveland's eating them up. And, and I, I was uh, I caught up with and if you you saw it, I, I caught up with uh, a few different people the other day, and, and one told me that there's nothing like being in Cleveland and losing. That the media and the fans they just they turn on you so quick, and fans have turned on Hugh Jackson. He's one in twenty seven. I mean, they've turned on him, but they don't know how good good of a coach he, he is. And I know a lot of you are gonna be like, "Oh, James, you're crazy." Talk to former players that have worked with Hugh Jackson. Talk to them. See their face light up. See how I've talked to players that played for Hugh, that played for Bill Belichick, and they love them both. Think about that. And it's not just one player that vouches for Hugh Jackson. It's all, my favorite Bengals player ever, Chad Johnson. Loves Hugh. Loves Hugh more than Marvin. Loves Hugh more than Bill Belichick. Loves Hugh Jackson. Period. Believes in Hugh Jackson. Period. So, Hugh Jackson, good for you. Could Marv join him? That would make sense. I could totally see it. He gets a chance. And if you win in Cleveland, you became a, a legend. You become a legend. And the duo of, of Marvin and Hugh, they would be on the same page, same philosophy, football mind. And a lot of Bengals fans have tossed out the idea of, of Marvin Lewis becoming the GM one day. Well, maybe not here. Maybe in Cleveland. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Megaphone, the iHeartRadio app. Great to have you in on a Thursday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
I caught up with Bengals linebacker Jordan Evans. And Jordan, he's fast. He played in the Big 12, played at Oklahoma. I talked to him about um, a bunch of stuff. Joe Mixon going up against him about the draft process because he didn't think he was going to be drafted, which was a surprise to me. We talked to him about what he does off the field. And I even asked him about Baker Mayfield, who I know a lot of you, a lot of our listeners are certainly interested in at the quarterback position. Here's my interview with Bengals linebacker Jordan Evans. Jordan, you've, you've certainly gotten some, some more playing time in recent weeks due to injury and whatnot. How are you feeling? And Are you getting more comfortable in your rookie year? Yeah, trying to. Um, you know, got to got no choice whenever guys go down and got to go out there and try to perform and do best of your ability uh, to fill in guys that went down. And the experience is definitely helping. Um, I know I got some growing pains for sure that I'm just going to try to get it better with each and every week. What's been the biggest challenge getting more playing time and getting out there that, that you've faced? Um, you know, kind of moving around different positions. Um, you know, usually I'm playing on one side, and this past week I had to flip over, uh, play another side, and you know, you just gotta be a, you know, be a pro with it, and you know, learn your stuff so you can go out there and not have any mistakes. After a loss like like this team faced on Monday, is it hard to regroup on a short week and get ready for for Sunday against the Bears? I want to say it's like hard to regroup. It definitely, you know, the pain still there, the loss. <clears throat> um, but you know, it's it's in the past now. We gotta we gotta move on and try to control what we control. So, you know, our focus is now on, you know, the Bears and go out there and try to perform and win the game. Are you expecting maybe to be shuffled around a little bit more with with injuries uh, in that linebacker group again? That you might have to play another yeah. position or yeah, move I'm sure a little there's going to be some type of shuffling around. You know, there's only a few guys and uh, we're all prepared to play whatever we need to play talking with Jordan Evans, Bengals rookie. I talked to Dave Lapham about you, and he was just shocked during the draft process, because I'm, I'm a big draft guy, that you fell as far as you did. And uh, he mentioned that you didn't get invited to the combine. You ran, what, a 4-5? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's nuts. How, how big are you? I'm, I'm 6'3", 240. <laughs> yeah, so. Running a 4-5. Were you surprised that you, that you fell that far? No, I didn't think I was getting drafted. Um, yeah, I just I had my mind set on being a free agent. I mean, I had some rumor talk of, oh, this projection, this projection, but I mean, I didn't really listen to it. I just kind of prepared for what I felt like, you know, was most likely going to happen. So being drafted in the sixth round was actually a surprise to me, and I was definitely grateful. What was that call like, uh, especially since you didn't ex- expect to be drafted? Yeah, it was great. You know, obviously I watched most of the draft, and then the more I watched, the more stressful I got. So I just went to sleep. I just got tired of it. And I was I'll just wake up whenever it's over, and next another phone call, and it was Marvin, and he had called and said, we're putting your tick name down on the ticket. Congratulations, welcome to the Bengals, and it was just, it was great. You know, me and my dad watching it, had a lot of fun with it, and just was a dream come true. In the Bengals locker room with Jordan Evans, uh, Jordan, you you went up obviously in practice every day with with Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan. Did that get you ready uh, for the NFL going up against two backs that were that were drafted pretty early? Uh, for sure, I was always close. A lot of people ask me like, kind of, who are the best players I played against, and most of the time is guys I played against in practice every day. Yeah. Now I went against good receivers, LU, good offensive linemen, and definitely great backs. So it's definitely prepared me to see that you know the competition level. And just the talent level, I caught to see it almost every day last year. What uh, What are your thoughts on, on Baker Mayfield going up against him every day? Obviously, you've had a firsthand experience. It seems like he's mm-hmm. probably gonna. Uh, he's definitely the favorite for yeah. the Heisman. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a huge Baker fan. I always supported him, and uh, I always tell people, you know, people always talk about how competitive he is and his whatever. I was like, well, if you think that's something, you should see him practice because it doesn't change. You know, he's just like that in practice, high driven guy. So definitely happy for him to be back at the Heisman and I know he's winning it this year.
Jordan Evans, uh, t- talking with Jordan Evans for a few more minutes. What, um, what's something you like to do off the field? I just chill out here. You know, I'm not as established you know, as I am back home. So I just go home, relax, play video games, watch Netflix, stuff like that. <laughs> what video games? Uh, Madden, 2K, and Call of Duty. That's about it. Okay, the newest Call of Duty? Yeah. You play online or do you uh, play the yeah, story I'm, mode? I'm online. I haven't done the story mode <laughs> I, because I feel like if I don't complete it, I won't want to play Call of Duty no more. So I stick to online. Dude, who's your team in 2K? Uh, it's either the Wizards or the Thunder because I'm an OKC, OKC guy or Norman guy, Oklahoma City area. So you're an NBA NBA guy? Yeah, definitely. What, what are your thoughts on, on the, the Thunder this year? Obviously, they added Carmelo Anthony and uh, Paul George. Yeah, I'm a huge Russ fan, you know. Brody, but uh, you hate Kevin Durant now. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say I hate him, but you know <laughs> he can do what he wants. But uh, definitely a huge Thunder fan now, and it's fun to watch him. It's good. It was good for the city. Have you played with yourself in Madden yet? Most definitely. Is that the first thing you did? That's the first that? thing I did. <laughs> as soon as I knew I was on it, I went and played with. Us. Did you insert yourself in the starting? I, I, I would have. No, I would have. Yeah, I had to. Who'd you drop down? We, you say, draft down. Who, who'd like, you drop down? Like who'd you when you put yourself in in the starting? I don't lineup? Even remember. <laughs> I just, whatever the first linebacker I saw that my name was under, because I don't think I was under, like, two of them, so I just put them up. I don't remember who it was. I don't know. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I had to try it. Jordan, I appreciate the time. Good luck, Sunday. Appreciate it. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great stuff there from Jordan Evans. Great stuff. Uh, It's just interesting. I would love for Marvin to, to do that, honestly. Why retire? Go up there, it'd be the ultimate heel turn. Like, he's already kind of, like, become a villain. He stayed so long in Cincinnati that now he's a villain. Why not go to to Cleveland and make them good and and have them rival the Bengals for years and years and years? And you might say, Brown's GM job bad. A lot of picks, a lot of cap space, and you're going to get two to three years to work with that stuff. Find a quarterback. That's what Hugh Jackson needs to do, and the next general manager of the Browns needs to do. Um, I, w- I do want to comment on John Ross because a lot of people were ripping John Ross, calling him a bust. Wasted pick. Awful, awful. I talked to Rocky Boyman today. Rocky Boyman played uh, nine years in the NFL, Super Bowl ring. He, he came in in my studio, and he knows I'm a John Ross guy, and he wasn't. He wasn't on board with the pick. I repeat, he wasn't on board with the pick. And he said, quote on Twitter, he said this, to everyone calling John Ross a bust, you need to get a life. It was a disappointing season, but these are trials that turn kids into men in the NFL. He can bounce back, and I expect he'll bounce back. It happens all the time. And then he subquoted it on Twitter, as you know you can do now. And he said, dude hides a major shoulder injury all season because he just wants to play ball and prove himself. I'm a bigger Ross fan today than I ever was. And Marvin Lewis went on SiriusXM. I don't have the audio for you, for you, but he said that John Ross was concealing the injury. And that's a concern for a variety of reasons. But it shows that Ross does have that dog in him. That he does fight. That, that he does want to play through injuries. That he does want to prove himself. And so to me, like John Ross, look, what do you want me to tell you? You want me to tell you he's going to be great? Because 
I thought he, he was a great prospect, and, and that's not going to change. Maybe he never plays it down because he's injured all the time. Maybe he, he just will never be a fit here in Cincinnati. Uh, but, but this is what I'm going to tell you. Give him a chance. William Jackson III didn't play a snap last year. was injured all se- No, injured half the year, and they didn't bring him off of IR. They sat him. He came back this year and panned out. Like, if John Ross has the talent and the work ethic, like, seriously, if he has the talent and the work ethic, he will succeed. Can't we just wait and see if he succeeds or not? Think about Marvin Jones in 2013, wasn't, or 2014, wasn't a player that we were like, oh, pay him a ton of money. No, we weren't. He was injured. He had been injured his rookie year. He flashed a little at the end of his rookie year. Sanu flashed a little bit his rookie year. But, like, these guys, sometimes it takes time. I'd be more concerned about Tyler Boyd, who took a step back in his sophomore year. I don't know which one's going to be better. I like Tyler and I like John. But ultimately, there is a wide receiver problem now. Now what do you do? Do you draft another wide receiver early? Because you you tried to replace Marvin Jones with four draft picks. The ninth overall pick, question mark. Fourth round pick in jo- uh, Josh Malone, question mark. He's shown a little, but not a ton. Sixth round pick in Cody Corner, second round pick in Tyler Boyd last year. Like, that's what you've done. So where do you go from here at wide receiver? That's the question I have. And, of course, I'm rooting like hell for John Ross. It sucks. Yesterday, news broke. Oh, they're going to play him. Yeah, hell yeah, they're going to play him. A couple hours later, he's out for the year. Like, that sucks. I feel bad for him. And I feel bad because he's going to have clowns on Twitter calling him a bust for the next eight months. I hope he proves them wrong. I don't want any player to bust. I hope every single player ever, not even Bengals, every single player ever plays well enough to get a second contract. Period. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're out of your fantasy league, you want to try something, try the Draft app. Download the Draft app. Use promo code L-O-N-F-L. And uh, with your first deposit, you're going to get a $3 credit so you can play for free. It's really fun. It's a a five-minute snake draft. Where literally you pick the players, and if you're drafting against some numbskulls, which I have before, it's pretty easy to win money because you pick the best players for that week. You don't have to worry about injuries or season long or playoffs, n- none of that. One week fantasy football with a draft, less than five minutes, win cash. Try it today, promo code LONFL. That's the draft app. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Check out LockedOnBengals.com. I'll have some stuff up there this weekend. And until tomorrow, when I think we're going to do a Locked On crossover with the Chicago Bears, I'm James Erpine. This has been the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.